This is the Inspiration Science Podcast, your guiding podcast on evolving your own science in life to holistically strive. We believe there is no general way of living and healing, but your universal way. You succeed the highest when you do you. On this podcast, we'll dive into deep conversations on mental health and aligning purpose to business for enlightening harmony in life. I'm your host, Osin June. Welcome everyone to this podcast. I'm so excited to bring a very special guest today on my show. It's Larry Lal. He's a consultant in IT as well as a specialist in foundational self-leadership. And I'm so excited to reconnect with Larry. It's been about one year since we actually last time connected. And that's the power of social media, the connections. We met each other on Clubhouse and um, hosted different rooms on leadership and everything. So I think it can bring a lot of value and he helps people to gain more focus, clarity, become the person they're meant to be with more self-accountability and strong leadership skills. So thank you so much, Larry, for coming on my show. How are you doing well, today? I'm doing great, thanks, and thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here, and of course, seeing you again after so long, it's, uh, it's really nice. Yes, thank you so much. So in terms of your background, like, could you share us a little bit more on what inspired you to do actually what you do and how that also aligns with the purpose? Um, in yeah. Your life? Um, so I spent about, uh, well, what, 25, 30 years plus in uh, IT. Uh, did everything, as I like to say, from pulling cable under the data center floor to actually leading large organizations, you know, 150, 200 people, uh, 250 people. So, you know, during that time, you know, what I discovered was um, we do technology and we do um, process really, really well. But the one thing we didn't do well in tech, and I don't think, uh, you know, in my research and what I've done over the years, um, not many organizations do this well, and it's how they treat their people. They have a tendency of putting the management and specific um, technical skills training and framing that as personal development and growth. When truly what I discovered, and based on my own experiences, is that's not what personal development and growth is all about, nor what self-leadership is all about. So I set out really to, um, to alleviate the issues that I had seen and I had experienced in dealing with tech and in so many other companies that I consulted in and, of course, done work with uh, to, to, to alleviate the issues that people have in that, which is, you know, the lack of self-confidence because they're being beaten down every day. You know, they are lacking the self-esteem. They are lacking the ability to communicate because they don't have solid foundation. Because I was like that in my 30s. You know, someone would be um, in a higher position than me. And, I, you know, you're kind of intimidated and you don't want to speak up because you don't know what you're saying is correct. And you have that, you know, that angst in your, in your head. And so you just don't say anything, even though you may have had a brilliant idea. Because the foundational piece that you need in order to drive that out isn't there. Mm -hmm. So I, what I tried to do over the years was to build a system, and that's what I have today, that could help people individually uh, drive that foundational piece that could give them that self-confidence, the self-esteem, the ability to communicate, build those relationships from a foundational perspective, as opposed to being situational, where they're just, you know, 
it's the situation and they get more and more accustomed to it and they get better and better at it. Okay. So foundationally, you can take that anywhere. Situationally, you only have it in the one place. So whether it's in work or whether it's in being an athlete or whether, you know, it's in a specific place, but I'm talking at the foundational level, I thought that would make sense. So this really, when you think about it, is a change in the paradigms that we currently use. Mm-hmm. The, the paradigm is, you know, I have a problem, I solve a problem. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't solve, fall, solve it necessarily at the foundational level. Mm-hmm. So that problem reoccurs and reoccurs and reoccurs. And situationally, it gets exposed because you're not comfortable in that situation. Therefore, confidence wanes. Mm-hmm. Right. So if you build it at the foundational level, it takes care of you. So foundation is really, you know, what you and what you want out of life is actually built upon. And if you build that foundation, then everything else seems to fall into place. Because it's like building a house, right? If you build a foundation, the rest of the house stands really strong. If you don't have a foundation, hmm, it's going to topple over. And it's no different with people. So, you know, to go back to my history. So that's what I did. So I did tech for a long time. So now it's let's put all of the pieces together. The technology, the processes, and the people personal development and growth. Because think of it this way. If I don't know how to lead myself or I cannot lead myself, how do I lead business or others? Mm -hmm. So that's what drove me to do what I'm doing today. And it's how to bring all of those pieces together for the individuals to be able to be so much more productive and so much more aligned with the organizations and the organizations to be able to set out those foundational frameworks that they would like to operate with going forward. So it's a combination of both. You could be sound uh, foundationally, but if you're not aligned with the organizational foundation, it's not going to happen, right? And if you're building your own company, who's the driver of that foundation? It's the individual who's starting the company. So if the individual isn't able to separate the foundational um, framework that they have versus the foundational framework that the company is going to have, guess what happens? The company becomes the person and person becomes the company and you can't separate them. Okay. So that's the other important piece of understanding foundationally who you are versus who you want your company or what you want your company to be or become. That's why this foundational work is so important. And as I said before, it's a shift in the perspective and in the paradigms we are currently using. So I'll just stop there. That's just a brief history in a little bit. Wow, well, there was already so much value. Thanks for sharing there. And it's it's so true. Like, I think the foundation, like if you want to build an empire, things that you need a solid foundation to build it high. And I think many people don't go deeper into those, those roots. So everyone is talking about scaling and growing a business and they skip the parts and they add the cherries on top and they forget the house. So, you know, what, what do you do to help people to get grounded 
put in the foundation because I feel these days a lot of entrepreneurs they're like already in the clouds you know with their heads and they're missing out on the foundation and what do you do to get them actually back on ground and say look we have to build a foundation well I'll, I'll give you just one simple example okay and, and I, I've built the methodology the process the tools the structures the frameworks I've built it it's all there but the best part is People can build this stuff for themselves. I can show them how to do it, or they can use the things that have already been built. But here is one example of what I normally do, okay? I normally, when I meet people, I, I, I want to know how well they actually know themselves. And I ask a very, very simple question in order to understand this, okay? And the question is this. Can you tell me 10 characteristics that best describe you in under one minute? Now, if someone knows themselves, they should be able to tell you that foundational framework from where they're operating. Now, that's not the only component of the foundational framework. There are 10 other components that, that comprise the foundational framework, okay? But this is only one, and this is probably the most important one because it's a reflection of your values, your ethics, your morals, your convictions, okay? So the characteristics that they describe is actually a reflection of that. And why is that so important? Well, that's gonna drive how you think, how you act, how you interact, how you collaborate, and how you communicate. That's how simple it is. And then it also drives things like your identity and your character. And that in turn will drive your authenticity. Mm-hmm. And that will then drive your self-leadership, your confidence, your ability to communicate, your engagement, how you engage, and your, of course, how you build relationships. Okay? That in turn gets to the no like, and trust factor. And it's only because of the trust. Do you have clients? Do you lead? the business or do you lead others all right so let me go back to the <laughs> to the 10 uh, to the 10 characteristics question okay now would you like to know what percentage of the people i've spoken to and i've done this probably over a thousand times what percentage of the people can actually give me 10 characteristics in under 1 minute or would you like to guess yes um wow it's, it's a very good question. Um, it makes me think. Let's say around, so you're asking me like how many of those people could do it, like manage to do Correct. it. Um, I would yeah. say maybe 30, 40, 30%? No. The actual number is 5%. No way. That's really low. Yes. Wow. But that tells me a very interesting thing. And that tells me people haven't done the discovery. They haven't taken the time. So 95% of those people who can't give me 10 haven't done any kind of discovery about themselves. Okay. But here is the other piece of the information of the people who've given me all of the answers, right? All the people who have actually gone through my program. How many of those characteristics that they've identified, either one through 10, actually appear on their final list after they've done the discovery, the definition, the growth path, how to utilize their foundation, and then how to sustain it. Mm -hmm. How many characteristics do you think end up on their final list? 
Um, three. One, usually two, sometimes three, sometimes zero. Okay. So it only reinforces what I said previously. People haven't done the work to do this discovery. And as I said to you before, this is a change in the paradigm. It's a change in the perspective of how we build our own self-leadership and how we build our foundation in order to build ourselves up on a regular basis, to recognize those things that are important and how we do it. That's important. That's the change. I don't, I don't see programs out there dealing with the foundational level. I see programs that talk about the second and third floor of the house, what it is, why it's important, mm -hmm. not how to do it. So we provide all this great information, but people go, yeah, that's fabulous. But how do I apply it? What do I do with it? Mm -hmm. How do I make it work? And, you know, uh, you know, today, I mean, I, you know, one of the one of the things that I have observed and, you know, this is just my observation. OK. Um, we look at the leadership out there today. Okay, this is just one example. We have hundreds of leadership programs. Where are all of our great leaders who are and have been on those leadership programs? Mm -hmm. The numbers don't make sense. There is a disconnect between what we're doing and how we're doing it and the outcomes we're looking at. Yeah. And that comes back to, in my opinion, they're teaching what it is and why it's important. You know, they'll tell you, you know, like uh, um, Nelson Mandela had these wonderful characteristics that as to who he was. And that's why he was able to do all the great things he was able to do, to bring people around him, to be a great leader, to have social influence, to, to have a cause that you can bring people together to support, right? I'm not talking about control and coercion and dictatorship. I'm not talking about, I'm talking about true leadership, okay? It's not there. But they tell you that he had all of these great characteristics and you're sitting in your chair thinking, oh my gosh, you know, I need to be more like that mm -hmm. because I want to lead others and I want to lead teams and I want to build my own business. And, it, and, and the, the most important part is you walk out the room and you think to yourself, okay, now what do I do? So it's all well and good to get the information, but how do I do it is the most important thing. Mm -hmm. That's, in my opinion, what's lacking out there today. So how do you become a better person? How do you improve day to day? How do you, those are the questions you should be asking in order to have people tell you, here are the steps you need to follow. That's what the programs we are doing. That's what they do. It's an experiential foundational approach. So you work on this stuff all on a day-to-day -day basis. Guess what? It becomes habit. Mm -hmm. It changes the behavior. It now becomes who you are. So your self-accountability goes through the roof. Your confidence goes through the roof. Why? Because you now understand where you're operating from. Wow, okay. I love now, it. Now, if that doesn't, if that doesn't impact your mental health, if that doesn't impact the environments you're in, if that doesn't impact who you are and who you want to become and understanding how to do that, where are those programs? I haven't seen any that's doing what we're doing here. Mm -hmm. So, like I said, 
different paradigm, different perspective, not the one-point solutions. It's a foundational approach that addresses multiple things simultaneously. Because guess what? That's how the real world operates in real time. Mm -hmm. That's what these experiential programs are, are, are actually accomplishing. It's in real time at the same time. Although we teach it linearly, the problem is it's happening in real time. And people need to go through the experiential programs in order to recognize all of these things happening simultaneously. Does that make sense to you by chance? It makes absolutely sense. No, I love it. Like you really speak into the, my soul and even the whole podcast, what it's about, because it's interesting. The whole um, title of the show, it's called The Inspiration Science. And I talk about the importance of people evolving their own science in life because there's not just this one way. And many people look up to other people and things and they're like, oh, I have to be more like this person. And they, you know, like people succeed the highest when they do themselves. They have to operate from the core that lies in them. So you're saying like the same thing for leadership the self-awareness like taking inventory of yourself and that's you know the, the whole beauty of it and you actually really summarized it well in a sense um to put this together what would you say um because you mentioned like self-accountability how important it is taking full ownership and being self-accountable many people know that this is important and yet they struggle um and it's probably because they didn't do the prior work and the deep roots of it um of that so what would you say for someone who would listen to this podcast and is really struggling? They always set goals and things and they kind of fail to be self-accountable. Okay. What would you share to this person? Okay, so let me use a really simple example, okay? So every January 1st, how many people end up in the gym? <laughs> a few people. Right? Probably millions worldwide, right? Okay, yeah. so by January 31st, would you agree that probably 80% of those people are gone? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. So do you know why they're gone? <clears throat> Excuse me. So here's the reason. They know what they have to do. Mm -hmm. And that's it. I got to go to the gym and I got to work out. So here's what happens to these people. First week they go in, they work out like mad people. Okay. By the second week, they're sore. Like, mm -hmm. you know, so they're going to, so now the second week, they're going every other day because they're really so sore. They can't deal with the pain, but they still want to work out. So they work out the second week. By the third week, they're down to every third day because they still haven't recovered. Okay. And by the fourth week, it's like, oh my God, this is just too much. I can't take this anymore. So boom, they're at the door. They're gone. Okay. The second group of people, maybe 10 to 15%, will last until April, May, June. Why? Because they have to get into the bathing suits for summer, the tuxedos, and or, you know, the wedding dresses for the spring wedding. Mm -hmm. But once that's done, boom, they're back out the door. They're done. <laughs> right? Only to probably do the same thing next year all over again. Okay? But the only people who are going to be able to maintain working out are the people who are making foundational changes. And when I say that, here's what I mean. What they eat, how they're thinking, the environment they're hanging out in, the people they're talking to, the trainer they're going to get, they have, here's the difference, 
first group only understands what they need to do. Second group has a motivator. Mm-hmm. Third group has all three. And they're making those changes at the foundational level, not the superficial third floor, as I said before, the second floor, the third floor. You understand what I'm saying? If you want to be self-accountable, those changes that you're making, those transformations that you need to have has to, must, must, must occur at the foundational level. You can't say you're going to go to the gym every single day and work out if you don't establish the people you're going to be with, who's going to be on your support team, what you're going to do every single day, and how does it become a routine? The first five days, 10 days, 20 days, 30 days, 60 days are going to be difficult. But what's the end goal you're looking for? That's what's going to motivate you on a day-to-day basis. And it's not the end goal. It's the small goals you set every single day for yourself to achieve. Because every single day you achieve the one goal gets you closer to the six-month goal, to the one-month goal, to the year goal, to the five-year goal. But it all stems from you doing that at a foundational level first, where your core, your creed, and your mindset, your goals and objection, your, your uh, objectives, not objections, objectives, uh, and your vision and your mission for yourself is all aligned. So you need to have that foundation. It needs to be aligned and you need to understand the transformation you're going to undertake. What's the path look like in order to make it happen? So when you talk about the accountability, it starts every single day in making those, uh, you know, taking the actions that then turn into habits, that then turn into behaviors. And one of those behaviors is you being accountable to yourself for the things you set out to do and accomplish every single day. So think about it. If you are accountable every single day for everything you want to accomplish that day, how much better will you be in six months on accountability to yourself? Probably really far evolved, further evolved in that way. Exactly. So again, foundationally, you have to have all of that stuff aligned. You need to understand it. You need to be able to discover it you need to be able to use it to your advantage. And that is the change in the paradigm and in the perspective I keep talking about. I haven't heard anybody speak of it this way. Uh, And if you do, or anybody out there, if you hear anybody speaking about it this way, please let me know. I would love to have a discussion with those folks as well. Because we're on the same path. Mm -hmm. We are really, when you think about it, To change the paradigm and the perspectives that I'm talking about is going to change how the world perceives not only, you know, individually themselves, but how everybody else in the world perceives everybody else. Mm -hmm. The platform and the foundation will be so much different. Yeah. So that's, that's why I'm asking. If anybody out there is hearing anything similar to this, please let me know. 
Yeah, I love how deep you go with the things, you know, it's like the whole thing, I think it lies in the deepness. And I always see the roots first, uh, the deeper the roots, the higher you can build as well. And to operate from your own universal way from your own system that you create. And I think that many people, um, as well with leadership, I mean, it's a never ending journey, as we know, we always continuously learn and everything. Mm -hmm. um, and I feel that many leaders these days or a lot of entrepreneurs, they watch all these podcasts, they listen to podcasts, they watch books and they read all these things and they think, oh, that's great. I love these quotes. And, 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 you know, and then you see them, they're not applying it. So application is the whole science of, you know, you have this now awareness and then what do you take, what do you do from that awareness moment? Um, you know, what is it? Is there also a particular a moment in your life or an experience that shaped you on who you are, like something that was really profound for you in your career and life. Um, yeah. This may be also connected. Yeah. It was, you know, it was, um, it was back when in, in early or very early in my career. Mm -hmm. And really there was one moment where, you know, I was like, you know, I'm lying in bed. And I got tears just streaming down my face because I'm so angry. It's the ninth time uh, my organization has passed me up for promotion. Ninth, not two or three. I'm talking the ninth time, okay? Mm -hmm. And it was at that point, I said to myself, you are going to figure out why this has happened. Mm -hmm. And you're going to figure out how you can help others so that they don't go through this. Mm -hmm. And it was at that point, I started to look at um, organizations and leadership and people and interactions and all of those things uh, that weren't happening for me in the environment that I was in. Mm -hmm. So that's what drove my, uh, my, you know, keeping my eyes wide open, you know, and and as I say to people today, you know, what's the best mindset you could ever have? Do you want to answer that question, Olson? What's the best kind of mindset you could ever have? I would say a, a hungry, a gross mindset, a wise mindset, a deep mindset. Okay, so I, I want you to reconsider all that you've said, okay? And what I'm going to say to you is think of it as only open mindset because all of the other terms you've used have a, a um, an opposite mm -hmm. term associated, positive, negative, right? So think of it this way. To have an open mindset, take everything in. Mm -hmm. Use what you need for you to develop and grow. Out of every situation, there are positive and negative things, but if you only want a positive experience that comes out of that, You've already gotten rid of all the negative things. You've pre-filtered what you're taking in. Mm -hmm. So with an open mindset, you're taking it all in. Then you're going to figure out, okay, what's going to work for me? What's not going to work for me? How do I use this? And yes, you can take positive messages out of it and you can take negative messages out of it. Mm -hmm. And you can use those positive and negative messages to your advantage. To say to have a positive mindset just stops it stops all the negative stuff from coming in. Mm -hmm. Like I said, different perspective, different paradigms, okay? 
So anyhow, that's just one of the things I would, you know, I, I would like to, you know, to add there. And, and, you know, if, if you think about, or I think about going back, that's some of the things I, I understood. And, and over the years I've learned, you know, everyone, every single person is on their own path. Mm-hmm. And yes, you know, Mr. Gates and Mr. Mandela and, uh, you know, Sister Teresa, those paths have all been taken. Mm-hmm. You got to figure out your own. And the problem is you can't figure out your own if you don't understand the foundational pieces that you are working with. So to me, that's paramount. If you don't figure out the foundation, how are you going to align it? And how are you going to be able to transform it on an ongoing basis so you can have the sustainability of your own personal development and growth that you are aware of you are conscious about, you're mindful of, and more importantly, you can control. Wow, beautifully said. You're really speaking the the wisdom out. And it's really, as I say, my whole mental health community revolves around your universal way. There's no right or wrong way. There's no right, wrong path. It's your universal way. That's why people have to operate from their own core. And I think the interesting thing about, you know, about building the deeper foundation, what I observed is that when people do this work um, and things go not in their way, let's say, you know, they had a bad work experience or something smashed them off track. If you have a certain foundation, you don't get completely lost like some other people do. And people who don't have this foundation, like they are the ones I feel they need longer to recover to get back on track. And they also get more lost and confused versus the ones, leaders who have at least a foundation. I feel like the mental recovery is faster and they have something that, you know, like they might kind of fall down two, three steps down, but it's not like the whole staircase was just like, you know, erased out of the blue. So I think that's really unique. But I would be curious to know as a leader and with all your work experience, like how do you personally to continue to evolve your own leadership skills and make sure that you grow as well? So here's the, here's the key thing, okay? It comes down to experience and it comes down to environment, okay? So here's what I would say to you. Get as much experience in as many environments as you possibly can. Why? Do you want to answer that question? <laughs> Why? Why? Um, I would say because environments is one of the most powerful ways on, um, you know, changing the paradigms. Like it influences us a lot with energy, people, the dynamics. And it's almost, I w- maybe forcing is a wrong word, but it kind of somehow forces you to, to be different, you know, in a different environment. So you get to use your leadership um, skills. You have to activate it. So, so I guess that's... So here, here's the uh, here's this thing, okay? The more environments that you work in, the more perspectives you have. Hmm. I mean, you yeah. know, think of if you are in... Um, well, you're from South Korea, I believe, correct? Yeah, South Korea, but okay. based in Switzerland. Right. So think of the perspectives that uh, you would have if you were living in South Korea. Mm-hmm. Think of the perspectives you would have living in Switzerland. Think of the perspectives you would have living in Thailand. Think of the perspectives you have if you were living in Japan or if you were living in, um, let's say, Kuwait or Saudi Arabia or South Africa or Zimbabwe. 
or maybe in Morocco or Canada, the United States, um, let's say um, Brazil, Argentina. Think of the different perspectives every single one of those countries would have on any topic you could think of. And think of the experience you would have being in those diverse environments. And I'm just using those countries because it's easy for people to, to understand the difference in cultures that are there and therefore the different types of experiences you would have, okay? Yeah. Think of it in a microcosm, mm -hmm. being in a specific country and hanging out mm -hmm. with different types of people. It's, it's the same or similar. I shouldn't say it's the same, it's similar. Okay, but here's the thing, the experiences you have build your foundation and they also challenge your foundation so that you may find things in these groups, in these experiences that causes you to change the foundational framework that you're using at the moment. Mm -hmm. That is your development and growth that happens. But here is the best part. It's your choice to stay the same or have it transform into where you need it to be in order to accomplish what you want to. Mm -hmm. So it's the experience that you're having that's either going to hang around your neck as a millstone to hold you back or is going to propel you forward. The question becomes, which perspective are you going to use? Because you have the experience, because you've gone to the environments and you've been there and you've done that. Now, how do you use it for your own benefit? Yeah. Okay. So over time, new experiences drive your ability to be what? To be resilient, to be creative, to be adaptable to be able to adjust, but yet it gives you the ability to be stable because you know what you or who you are and what you're accepting as your foundational framework versus what someone else is and how do you interact gives you that ability to remain stable, yet be resilient, yet be adaptable, yet be adjustable, yet be creative, and most importantly, be resilient because you're going to get knocked down and you're going to go, yeah, well, yeah, that was a great experience. Let's move back on, right? So remember, you know, I think it was Mandela that said, you know, I never fail. I only learn. And if you, if you use that mentality and that perspective, you know, fill in the blank. My, my potential is blank. Yeah. <laughs> and there's only one answer and that's limitless. Because they, it is the experiences that are driving that upper limit of potential. Yes. Yes, I love it. Well, thank you so much. There's a lot of practicality that people can um, take from. And I hope those viewers take notes and again, implement it. It's always another thing. Once you know the gap of knowing things and then doing it. Um, but that that was immense. Thank you for sharing all of these things. Um, what would you say, like as a wrap up question of this podcast? I know we can dig probably so much deeper for the next few hours. Um, but what would you say to all the aspiring and new entrepreneurs out there in their 20s, 30s, just starting out? Um, what, you know, what's the advisor thing that you would tell them? Um, 
here's the thing. Lead yourself, lead your business, lead, your, lead others. Mm -hmm. It needs to happen in that order. Mm -hmm. Lead yourself, lead your business, lead others. Because when you're leading others, it's in the context of your business. And your business can't happen unless you can lead yourself and be able to separate your business from yourself. Treating it as a separate entity that you work in and at, as opposed to you becoming the business and the business becoming you. That's that would a very be interesting point. I have actually a follow-up question to that. You know, sure. there's this phrase called, your business is a reflection of you. And mm -hmm. you're stating now, you know, like take yourself out, like in a sense, you know, separate yourself also from the business, but still it works like a reflection. How would you interpret this quote of you are a reflection of your business? Do you resonate okay. with that or not? Yeah, actually your business is a subset of who you are. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because just as you have gone through and done the work to figure out your, funda your foundational framework, you need to build a foundational framework for your business. And it can't be exactly the same as yours because your, your business is really a vehicle for you to get what you want out of your life. So the, the, the vehicle can't be exactly the same as you. Mm -hmm. it, it has to be separate from you. It could be a reflection of you. Of course, it's going to have some of the values and the ethics and the morals and the convictions and all of the things that you believe in as part of the business but it needs to be very well defined, separate from you. Mm -hmm. And that's okay if there's some characteristics that are gonna look the same. It's supposed to, because it's your business, right? Yeah. But just remember, you know, and I go back to this all the time, um, governments treat you and your business as two separate entities. Mm -hmm you need to do the same thing as the business owner, mm -hmm. which makes it very easy to separate yourself from the business. Now, how do you do that? That's what we, that's what we talk about. That's what we train. That will, that's part of the programs that we're running. Mm -hmm. And so far, I don't see any other organizations out there doing this kind of work for entrepreneurs at all. And to me, this is the most important part because how do you use the business on the one hand to drive the outcomes you want for your own self personally, right? Mm -hmm. The business is the vehicle to enable your outcomes that you want for it to happen. And what does that mean for the business? And what does the business have to deliver in order to have that happen for you personally? That's where you need to have the alignment happen and you need to be able to transform yourself and the business in order to meet those objectives you're looking to. Now, if those two pieces are not aligned, the business piece and your piece, then what's going to happen? Are you going to achieve anything? It's going to be pretty difficult, won't it? Yeah, that makes sense. Wow, thank you for this in-depth explanation. It, it really does make sense, very practical as to how you explain it. And um, yeah, for all those listeners well, like where is the best platform where people can connect with you for all the ones who are interested in learning more about it and build a stronger foundation because we now just heard for 
over the past 40 minutes how important it is and I guess people can relate to that so what what where can they get your help and connect with you and which would be the easiest thing um Larry Lull that's it <laughs> it's very simple um and also um if they wanted to they can reach out to me at coach at larrylull.com so mm-hmm. that's the other place they can they can find me or I'm also on uh Instagram but I'm you know, I'm just, I just have a presence. It's at Larry Long. So, you know, reach out anywhere. Um, there's also my contact information listed in my LinkedIn profile. So please go ahead. Feel free to contact me at any time. It's been, you know, it's a pleasure. I, I love chatting with people about this stuff and more importantly, helping individuals and businesses uh, to achieve the outcomes they're looking for not one time, but in a sustainable way, okay? And, and making sure that not only the organization or the business, but the individuals within the business are aligned with the business and vice versa. That's what gives organization the strength and the power to exceed all the expectations they have in the outcomes they're looking for. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much, Larry, for coming on my show. And for everyone, I encourage to follow Larry, whether it's on LinkedIn um, or whether it's on Instagram, I'll put all the links below. And um, yeah, for all the leadership insights, it's, I think, you know, leadership, again, like we talk a lot on the business part, but again, it's also general in life and it goes so much into relationships, into how we go about things, the habits in business, like it reflects in so many areas and translates into those things. So it's definitely worthwhile and um yeah i got a lot of value out of it i think i have to retake all the notes that you just mentioned as well but thank you so much and uh yeah for coming on the show larry thank you so much for having me it's been a pleasure and uh you know reach out anytime uh your listeners and uh folks who are going to see and hear the the parts of the podcast or the entire podcast would be it'd be a pleasure to connect um Okay, beautiful souls, thank you so much for taking time out of your day life to untangle wisdom and abundance on all levels. If you feel connection to this audio experience, share it with your friends. Follow us on Instagram, Your Universal Way, and my personal Instagram, Ozinjun, O-C-C-I-N-J-U-N. And always remember, there is no right or wrong way, just your universal way. See you next time.